16th. Recording this just before I go to work. Um, let's go back to November 7th. Ring of Honor New Japan Pro Wrestling Global Wars Tour came to Maine, their first time ever being in the state of Maine. They went to Lewiston at the Coliseum. This will be my third time going to the Coliseum for wrestling. Uh, they've only ever housed or entertained wrestling here three times. And I've been to all three. First, back in 2005, it was December for uh, WWE SmackDown House Show. Uh, fast forward a few years, uh, I believe it was 2015, so I guess a decade, uh, they came back to the Coliseum as well. I believe it was another SmackDown show. And then now Ring of Honor making their debut here in the state of Maine with New Japan Pro Wrestling for Global Wars. My buddy Roy came down uh, from the Bangor area. He and my daughter Addison, we headed off to the show. We had some awesome seats. Um, they were 30 bucks a piece. We were literally first section off the floor, in the front row, dead center of the ring. We had an aisle. I mean, you, they were great. I absolutely loved them. Uh, when you look at how the pricing of the tickets are, for me, if you're on the floor and you're not in the front row, then people blocking your view. So I'd rather be in that first section off the floor. And, and that's the tickets we bought. Uh, it was a fun show. Uh, I guess you can call it a house show, although all of uh, Ring of Honor's shows are broadcast on Honor Club. They did have some technical difficulties throughout the night as they lost power twice. Uh, the first time they lost power, the whole building actually went out. First their equipment, and then all the power in the building, and the emergency lights actually came on. And then the second time they lost power during the show, it was just Ring of Honor's equipment. Um, of course, you know, they had to lose power during, I believe, the Young Bucks match, and uh, they had to lose power during uh, Cody and Hangman's tag match against the Briscoes. So, you know, it was a conspiracy against the Elite, I guess, this night. So, uh, like I said, the Lewiston Coliseum, uh, it, uh, they only had set up for probably half house. I feel like there was at least a thousand people in there. I'm hoping it was enough to bring Ring of Honor back to Maine. Maybe if it's not Global Wars, maybe it's just a regular house show. But either way, I, I hope it's enough to bring Ring of Honor back to Maine next year. Because uh, I, I, you know, I, I love going to Lowell because the Lowell Memorial Auditorium is an absolutely gorgeous building to go to wrestling in. But there's nothing better than just driving half an hour down the road uh, <laughs> to go to a big Ring of Honor show. Uh, let's see here. In uh, in the dark match, we got Ryan Nova wrestling retro AG Anthony Green with his Platinum Honeys. That was a surprise for me. I'm a big fan of AG. He's up here a lot in Maine, first with IWE and now with Limitless Wrestling, or IWE, then Main Event Wrestling, and now with Limitless Wrestling. And he's actually becoming one of the top draws in New England, if not further out than that. You know, he's made some CZW grounds. He's been off Paragon Pro. I mean, he's, uh, he's a great... Uh, Great kid, great wrestler, and uh, I really enjoy seeing him on the show. So that was a surprise for me because I didn't know he was going to be there. Of course, being his Ring of Honor debut, he lost. However, he did wrestle the next night in Lowell, so now he's had two uh, two ROH matches under his belt, so good for him. Uh, first match on the actual main show that aired on Honor Club, we get Flip Gordon uh, wrestling Eli, Eli Ism, you know, Isom, whatever. Uh, Flip Gordon getting the win with a Flip Five. Uh, tag teams SCU, Scorpio Sky, and Frankie Kazarian, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, taking on the bouncers, Brian Malonis and Beer City Bruiser. I really like the Beer City Bruiser. He legit reminds me of, like, the Crusher, the Bruiser, those Milwaukee guys in the AWA. 
and he's from that area, I guess, so it makes sense. Uh, but I enjoy his style of wrestling. Uh, this was a kind of a, a good tag match with the champs getting the win after a double powerbomb on Brian Malonis. Uh, great show. You should go watch it on Honor Club, at least what you can. Uh, next up, world television champ Jeff Cobb retained his title, pinning Cheeseburger with Tour of the Islands. Uh, once again, this was a match where the bigger guy underestimated the little guy and just kind of shrugged him off for a while and then took some heat and then finally came back and got the win. Um, six-man tag team match, Dalton Castle and the boys taking on the six-man tag team champions, the Kingdom, Matt Taven, TK Ryan, and Vinny Marseglia. I have nothing positive to say about Marseglia. I'm not a fan of his hiding under the ring gimmick and letting the balloons come out and just everything involved with it. I'm just, I'm not a fan. Um, obviously, Matt Taven's doing great. He's got a lot of time down in CMLL in Mexico. And uh, TK, TK Ryan is the, the next world champion that hasn't broken out yet. This guy's got all the talent. He's got the size. He's got the skill. He's got the charisma. He's got the look. I mean, he's he's going to be something someday. Uh uh, if I say injuries has probably kept it from happening so far by now, but he's definitely going to be something someday. Uh, the Kingdom retained the titles. Uh, actually, a very good match uh, until Marseille came out, and then it kind of went downhill. And then once he was out of action again, you know, it was better. Uh, they uh, they pinned one of the boys with a house of a thousand corpse horses. Next up, the Briscoe brothers, Matt and Jay, defeated Hangman Page and Cody with Brandy Rhodes. Uh, this kind of surprised me. Um, how uh, much heat the Briscoes had of the crowd, however the elite was, I guess it shouldn't surprise me, but Briscoes have been in a Ring of Honor you know, mainstays for many, many, many years. This was probably the match of the night. It was fantastic. All four of these guys are so good. They put on a hell of a match. Uh, Page was just the star of this match, hitting his shooting star press off the ring apron, hitting the buckshot lariat, uh, hit a beautiful moonsault from the top rope to the floor on both the Briscoes. Um, yeah, it was it was great. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, they got the pin on Hangman after a J Driller with a foggy bow. So can't complain. The Briscoes are two top notch wrestlers. So great tag match, really solid. Uh, if you want to head over to the wrestlinginsomniac.com, you can read my review of this match, of these matches, as well as some of the pictures I took. I will say this about the pictures. I don't bring my camera anymore. I just use my phone. And really the only reason why I take pictures of the matches anymore is to have, is to put on my blog. Um, sometimes I just use my buddy Phil's pictures. His didn't come out the best this time. But, yeah, I just... I don't know. I, I used to take tons of pictures when I went to wrestling. Always wanted to take tons of great pictures and have them for memories of, of, of seeing the matches live and everything, but really, at this point now, I just want to go and watch the matches. I mean, I keep a, a written record. I have the results to every wrestling show I've been to, going all the way back to 1989, from WWE to WCW, TNA, Ring of Honor, Chikara, all the independents in between. So, I mean, I can go back and read those to help with me in my memories, you know, but um, anyhow, uh, Juice Robinson, Defeated Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels. Great one-on-one match. Uh, Bully Ray and Sally Young defeated the Young Bucks. This surprised everybody. And it pretty much killed the crowd seeing the Young Bucks lose. Um, decent match. Um, you know, uh, Bully Ray hit a low blow on Matt. Silas hit his finish. And that was it. You know, one, two, three, it was over. And again, fans were pretty shocked. I was shocked. And I think fans were disappointed that the Young Bucks uh, didn't walk out of here with a win. They didn't even really get to see a super kick party. They got to see a few super kicks, and that was it. But um, 
Yeah. Uh, main event, LIJ. Uh, Tetsu Naito, Sonata, Bushi, and Evil defeated the world champion Jay Lethal, Jonathan Gresham, Chris Sabin, and Kushida, the IWGB Junior Heavyweight Champion, and a great eight-man tag to finish out the show. Uh, what can I say? It was 15, 16 minutes. Uh, Jonathan Gresham he's basically made to look like the star in this match as well. I really enjoyed it. Uh, matches all over the place in and out of the ring. You know, you had Sabin and Kushida, you know, the time splitters hitting some pretty awesome combinations. Uh, and then, of course, the finish came when Gresham got to isolated in the ring. And eventually, Naito hit Destino on him for the pin. And uh, I actually will say, sending the crowd home happy because LIJ was over huge in Lewiston that night. So uh, I don't really have any other wrestling shows uh, in the near future I'm going to that I'm 100% certain of, uh, other than November 30th, which is two weeks from tonight. I, I'm going to try like hell to go to Limitless Wrestling down in Portland, but I don't know if that's going to happen. And uh, I got nothing on tap for December right now, and in January, tentatively the 19th, uh, Let's Rustle Up in Bangor is having a Royal Rumble card so I may be heading up there for a Royal Rumble match. I don't know. Let's go on and talk about some other wrestling. Um, NWA real quick. I know I said something last week. I'm going to say it again. Uh, NWA champion Nick Aldis. You know, he has some matches coming up. But uh, now that Cody's out of the picture, none of them are getting any coverage they did when Cody was involved. I mean, I follow the product, so I know what's going on. But I feel like I am in the minority of the wrestling fans out there. Which is a shame, because the NWA should be higher than where it is, in my opinion, based on the history of it. But again, I could just be just one of those minority fans who love old school wrestling, love the history of wrestling, and want to see the NWA title elevated. And Cody could have done that. And I, I just... Not that Nick Aldis doesn't have the skills to do it. He just doesn't have the... I'm going to say connections to do it. Because he's not wrestling in Ring of Honor. He's not wrestling in a New Japan Pro Wrestling. You know, he's wrestling on indie shows. Yeah, he's going to go wrestle in England. Yeah, he wrestles around the country with the belt. Yeah, he looks like a million bucks and he looks like a great champion. I'll never take that away from him. It's just the fact he doesn't have the coverage that Cody has. And, uh, yeah, I mean, even with a 10 pounds of gold TV show that Ring of Honor does on YouTube, it doesn't, doesn't have the coverage. But, whatever. Uh, NXT TakeOver coming up Saturday night, tomorrow night. I mean, I wish I didn't have a double tomorrow because I sure as hell would be watching this. I'm going to try to watch it at work, but uh, yeah. Uh, it looks like to be a dark match. Ruby Riot against Sonya Deville. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> that was last year's results I have up instead of looking at next year's card. So just give me one moment, please. There it is. Here we go. Four matches advertised. Really only the four you need advertised at this moment. Shayna Baszler versus Kari Sane. Two out of three falls match for the NXT Women's Championship with Shayna Baszler obviously defending. Aleister Black against Johnny Gargano. Tommaso Champion defending the NXT single uh, NXT Championship against Velveteen Dream. And then in a War Games match, which... When the war games were created by Jim Crockett promotion, Jim Crockett Promotions and the NWA back in the 1987, they were created for maybe it was earlier, but I'm just gonna say 87. They were created for the uh, the Four Horsemen. It had to be 85 for the Four Horsemen. And now it almost seems like this war games, this era of war games, is made for the undisputed era. Last year, the three man team of Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly 
and Roderick Strong was in it last year. And this year, the four-man team of the Undisputed Era of Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roderick Strong taking on the War Raiders and Hanson and Rowe, uh, NXT North American champion Ricochet, and WWE United Kingdom champion Pete Dunne in a traditional War Games match. Two men start for five minutes, and every two minutes, another man enters. This has got to favor the Undisputed Era. They're the team. Uh, But who knows? At the end of the day, this match is going to fucking rock. No doubt about it. And then the very next night, Sunday night, Survivor Series. Uh, Both shows emanating from the Staples Center in Los Angeles. Some tremendous changes to the card this week. First, on Monday night, you had Becky Lynch attacking Ronda Rousey out back and then leading the charge against the Raw Woman and all the SmackDown women showed up. And in the melee, the Nia Jax, the who's probably a super nice person but really needs some work on wrestling, punches Becky Lynch in the face, breaking her nose, giving her a concussion, and making her medically unable to, to wrestle. And so Tuesday night, the replacement, Charlotte Flair. So now Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch, SmackDown Women's Champions versus Raw Women's Champion has now become Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Just Raw versus SmackDown. You still got Seth Rollins against Shinsuke Nakamura, Intercontinental Champion against United States Champion. You got Universal Champion Brock Lesnar against the WWE Champion Daniel Bryan. That's right. I'm sure all of you know this, but Tuesday night, Daniel Bryan turned heel and it's about time he does real heel. Not back in his hell no heel days, but actual Daniel Bryan Ring of Honor vicious heel when he upended AJ Styles ending his one plus year streak as champion I'm glad he got a year under him I really am again that's me the importance of someone holding the title for a full year just seems it just makes them special it makes the art of doing that special in my opinion Pete Dunne the sixth longest reigning champion of all time in the WWE singles champion of all time only surpassing him, Pedro Morales, Bruno San Martino, who did it, who's up there twice, Hulk Hogan, and Bob Backlund. Yeah, just, just saying. Um, Daniel Bryan, the vicious heel, brought back the stomps, where he takes a prone opponent, holds both their arms, and then just stomps on their face and chest. Haven't seen that in forever. I want to see him bring back cattle mutilation instead of using the yes lock. I want to see him just murder people like he used to when he was the Ring of Honor champion and he was a big bad heel in Ring of Honor. Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Team Raw is going to be Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, and Bobby Lashley with Baron Corbin and Leo Rush Rush in their corner against Team SmackDown. The Miz, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, and Jeff Hardy. And I thought, unless things changed, I thought Shane was in there as well. Well, I guess he's not. Anyways, uh, Team Raw, Women's, uh, Mickey James, Natalia, Nia Jax, Tamina, and Roby Riot, taking on, with Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan in their corner, taking on Team SmackDown of Asuka, Carmella, Naomi, Sonya Deville, and an unknown because now Charlotte Flair is wrestling around a Rousey. Tag team match, the AOP, Raw Tag Team Champions, against The Bar, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Uh, Buddy Murphy against Mustafa Ali, a singles match for the Cruiserweight Championship. This is technically the only title match on the card. No other titles are on the line except this one. And then what appears to be a pre-show match, Team Raw 
of the tag team of Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, the B team, Bo Dallas with Curtis Axel, the Revival, Dash Walder and Scott Dawson, Lucha House Party, Grand Metalik, Kalisto, and or Lindsay Dorado, and the Ascension, Conor Victor vs. Team SmackDown, the Usos, Jay and Jimmy, the New Day, Big E, Kofi Kingston, and or Xavier Woods, Sanity, Eric Young, Alexander Wolf, and or Killian Dane. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, and the Colognes, now being called the Colognes again. Primo and Epico Cologne. So glad to see them actually back uh, on TV doing something. Uh, I saw them in some promotional work, and I was like, I didn't know they were still there! Because they haven't been around in so long, and they're a fantastic tag team, and they have the great history. Again, I'm going back to the history of things. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe, maybe that's me. Maybe my problem is the fact that I want things to be exciting and they're not. Or historic and they're not. I don't know. Oh. Anyhow. So, you know, obviously with WWE switching the championship to Daniel Bryan off off of um, AJ Styles, is that saying that they want to save AJ versus Brock 2 for another time? And they just want Brock to destroy Daniel Bryan? Are they saying they're trying to give Daniel Bryan a huge push, have, push having him get a win over Brock Lesnar after this? I, I, I don't know. I don't. Um, but what I do know is I'm looking forward to seeing what happens, I guess. Let's go over to New Japan Pro Wrestling, huh? Uh, the uh, World Tag League is coming up. And in fact, it actually kicks off November 17th at uh, 18.30 Japan time, which I believe is now going to be uh, 6.30 our time or 5.30 our time now. I can't remember for 12 or 13 hours behind them. I think it's 13 right now, which means it would start at 5.30 in the morning, our time here. And uh, Anyhow, so the World Tag League's kicking off, and uh, to open the World Tag League, uh, we got Jeff Cobb and Mike Elgin as a team taking on, uh, I, and I'm going to murder this name, Yoda uh, Sujui and Yuya Yamura. Yep, wrecked it. Second match, 20-minute time limit, uh, Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. have teamed up against Ren Narita and uh, Hanma. Then we got a six-man tag, El Desperado, uh, Takichi Zuka, and Minoru Suzuki taking on Kanemura, Davey Boy Smith Jr., and Lance Archer. That's right, Suzuki Gun will explode against each other. Fourth match, Dave Finley against Juice Robinson against uh, Shota Umo and uh, Ayoto Yoshida. There's a lot of young boys in the World Tag League this year. Fifth match, uh, Kojima and Tenzan taking on uh, Nakanishi and Yuji Nagata. Well, that just should be... A hard-hitting great greatness. And then best friends Chucky T and Beretta taking on uh, Yujiro Takahashi and Hangman Page with Cody and the Young Bucks and Kenny and Hangman and Marty officially removing themselves from the Bullet Club, no longer being referred to as the Bullet Club. And from this day forth, they are referring to themselves as the Elite. I wondered where Chase Owens and Takahashi would fall. Takahashi's teaming with Hangman, so I wonder if that's going to resolve that. And we don't know what's happening with Chase, unfortunately, but uh, Togi Makabe and Toya Hanare against Tonga Loa and Tomatanga. And then uh, showing Yo and Tariano and Tomohiro Ishii and Kazushi Akata against LIJ of uh, Shingo, Bushi, Sonata, Evil, and Naito. So, yeah. Great eight match card coming up. Uh, I'm going to try and watch most of that if I can. Looking forward to it because, you know, why wouldn't I be looking forward to it? It's New Japan Pro Wrestling. New Japan Pro Wrestling is literally where it's at right now, in my opinion, when it comes to wrestling. 
As a matter of fact, uh, we just had Power Struggle here back on November the 3rd. I don't know if I've talked about it yet, but I'm going to talk about it again real quick. Uh, Chris Jericho against Evil main evented, and it was a great match. Uh, Jericho got the win with the Lion Tamer tap-out submission to retain the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. And then Tetsu Naito and Zack Sabre Jr. had a great singles match as well. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii and Minoru Suzuki just beat the oven living piss out of each other. Ishii got the win. Sorry, Naito got the win over Sabre Jr. Uh, Hiroki Goto defeated Tai Chi to regain the Never Openweight Championship. Uh, and the Golden Lovers defeated Tajiki Japan and uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Dave Finley when they pinned Finley. There was a few other matches on the card. It was a good night of wrestling. Uh, really, a lot of what we saw in this show I thought was going to set up a Russell Kingdom. And I predicted a lot of things and... and I was appears I appear to be right on many of them because here what we have now uh, at Russell Kingdom for the big show on January fourth at Tokyo Dome. Uh, Suzuki Goon defending their IWGP Tag Team Junior Tag Team Championship of Kanemura and Elda Rosso against uh, Elda Desperado against Rapungi 3K and uh, Lij and Bushi and, and uh, Shingo. Also, we have Kashida taking on uh, Taiji Ishimori for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii is going to defend the British Heavyweight Championship, the Rev Pro British Heavyweight Championship against Zack Sabre Jr. That should be fantastic. Uh, Okada taking on Jay White, which is kind of their return match from the J-Cup where, where Jay White got the win. Oh, no, not the J-Cup. Uh, uh, G1, where Jay White got a win over Okada. Uh, Chris Jericho has been slated to defend his IWGP Intercontinental Championship against Tetsu Naito. Jericho's gone on record saying just because they've said the match is going to happen doesn't mean it's going to happen. And then Kenny Omega defending the IWGP Heavyweight Championship against uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. And I hope uh, Omega retains and cements his legacy as champ. I'm sure I'll talk about this more in the future. Let's talk about the World Tag League. Um... This year, it's going to be different. We have 14 teams competing instead of 16 teams. And instead of having two blocks of action, we have one block. It's still a round-robin tournament. Uh, but we have some teams in here I'm surprised about. There's there's a lot of young boys in here. And then we have team one team in particular that's not in here that I'm surprised about in the Young Bucks. I thought for sure the Young Bucks would be in the Tag League this year. But we got Maccabi and, and uh, Togi Maccabi and, and Toa Hanare as a team. We got Tenzan and Kojima. Uh, Yuji Nagata and uh, Nakanishi got a couple of young boys in Yoshida and uh, Shota Umo uh, Michael Elgin and Jeff Cobb are a team, Juice Robinson and Dave Finley Tomohiro Ishii and Toru Yano, uh, Beretta and Chucky T Hangman Page and, and uh, Yujiro Takahashi uh, Tama Tonga and Tangaloa of course Minoru Suzuki teaming with Azuka, uh, uh, which surprises me that Minoru and Sabre are on a team. However, I'm a little excited because Sabre Jr.'s team with Tai Chi and at some point in the tournament, I don't know what day it's going to happen, but it will be happening, where we're going to get uh, Suzuki and Sabre Jr. in the ring against each other. And that's that's just going to be awesome. Uh, Evil and Sonata are a team, of course, and then uh, Killer Elite squad of Lance Archer and Davey Boy Smith Jr. So there's a lot of great teams. Again, the big glaring team missing for me, or the two glaring teams missing for me, are the Golden Lovers and the Young Bucks. But um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll just have to sit tight and see what New Japan has in mind. And I'm really curious why the Young Bucks aren't in the World Tag League. Maybe I'll tweet them and and ask them, and maybe they'll let me know. I don't know. Anyways. 
I guess that's it for this week. Um, the only other thing I want to talk about real quick, I guess, is don't forget, uh, Starcade is returning on November 24th in Cincinnati, Ohio. It's the 20th Starcade. It's not the 20th anniversary of Starcade. It's technically the 25th anniversary of Starcade. Hold on. 35th anniversary of Starcade. Holy crap. Yeah, this is the 35th anniversary of, of Starcade. The first one was 1983. This is the 20th anniversary of Starcade. Again, it's in Cincinnati. I don't know why it's not in Greensboro. I mean, I realize that JCP ran Dayton, Ohio, and Cincinnati, Ohio regularly, but uh, a special appearance by Ric Flair is being advertised, and this is allegedly going to air on the WWE Network, maybe not live, but at some point. And, uh, you know, they have uh, currently advertised Seth Rollins against Dean Ambrose in a street fight for the IC title, AJ Styles against Samoa Joe in a steel cage, Nakamura against Rey Mysterio for the U.S. Championship, The Bar taking on the New Day for the tag titles, and then in other singles matches, The Miz against Rusev, Finn Balor against Drew McIntyre. That should be awesome. And Braun Strowman against Baron Corbin. That should be a murder. But uh, we will we will see what happens. Anyways, uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter machine at SuperstarML. You can find me on Facebook uh, at The Rustling Insomniac. Go give us a like. If you have any questions or anything, don't hesitate to ask. And, yeah, that's, that's really the end of it. I will talk to you all later.